Good evening. Uh, for my topic this evening, I will be talking about the church and what it means to me as a youth. I have five main questions that I'll be going through tonight. The first question is, how can I as a youth work in the church? Second one is, how can I be involved? What does being part of the church mean to me, and what do I see in the church? What do I see in the church that challenges me? And then the last question is, what is my vision for the churches at work? So for the first question, um, how can I work? How can I as a youth work in the church? Uh, in today's culture, not much is expected out of youth, out of young people. We are truly blessed to be raised in a good Christian culture and taught good worth, ethic, and discipline. Helping those in need is something we can do to work in a church. Um, as youth, we can work in the church in many different ways. Whether we like it or not, there are always going to be people who are looking up to us, so we need to set a godly example for younger people. Um, helping out in Sunday school, getting involved in Bible study, kids clubs, and praying for people in our church are some of the ways we can work in the church. Uh, for the second question, how can I be involved in Weavertown Church? We can be involved in the church by these three things. We can pray, we can give, and we can physically help. Prayer is a powerful weapon that anyone can use. You don't have to be gifted or talented um, to pray. You just have to be sincere. The Bible says that the effectual prayer of the righteous man availeth much. The Bible also talks about prayer in regards to healing. James 5, 14 to 15 says this, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and, a, and the prayer of the faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he hath committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Uh, giving is another, way we can, as, is another way we as young people can be involved. We have so many opportunities to give. Whether it's just small gifts to someone or a large donation, we can all give in some way. We can also physically help in the church. When we think... When we think of a church, we often just think of the ministers and the pastors, and though they do a tremendous amount of work, there are also other positions in our church that we often overlook. Teaching Sunday school, song leading, trustees, and many other committees all do physical or mental work in helping the church. Romans 12, 4-5 sheds some light on the subject of all working together in the church. Of course, we have many members in one body, and not all members have the same office. So we being many are, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another. What does being part of the church mean to me? So many people in this world do not have a good church to attend. Many risk their lives going to church. All this to say, I'm very grateful to be part of a church where we can freely worship God. If in America we had to risk our lives to go to church, would we still continue going? Would we see our attendance diminish, or would we see our faith in God grow like so many of the persecuted churches have? Um, I'm just going to read this article by Lindy Lowry about some of the things that happened in the ISIS region of Cameroon. Outside and in the shade of a nearby tree, 15-year-old Dan Don keeps watch, armed with his Bible and only a stick. If I see anything, I will immediately notify the others, he says. The wicked don't rest on Sundays, so Christian villagers take turns watching out for the danger as the community comes, to, come, comes together for a Sunday worship service and fellowship. On Sundays, congregants, most of whom live in the mountains for protection, come down to attend church. We wait for them, we wait for them to come down, the pastor explains. They come one by one. And when we have a considerable number, we begin the service. On this Sunday, more than 100 men, women, and children eventually filled the church. The women, wrapped in colorful traditional clothes, stood, stood in stark contrast to the nearly bare white walls of the building. The pastor read from Luke 22:31 to 32. Indeed, Satan has asked you that. Uh, indeed, Satan has asked you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Let us be zealous in the Lord. Trust him to support us, the pastor admonishes the weary believers. If we do not walk in the way of the Lord, we will get lost. 
It is difficult. Not everyone can do this. Let us have courage to re- let us have the courage to remain. Let us find strength in Jesus to walk in the Word of God. If we do not encourage ourselves, who will? Take courage and strength. After the service, the team joined the pastor in the arduous climb up the mountain to visit a widow and her children. Like many others, she still she still has a house in the village, but felt too vulnerable to the to the repeated attacks. Instead, they preferred to contend with the snakes and mosquitoes that inhabited the rocky crevices. Her temporary house made of stone, mud, and thatch offers offers what feels like rather a fragile layer of protection. Safety is never guaranteed. As the team arrived at the house, they're seen sweating. The children rushed out to greet them. The widow generously offered them a drink of water. Imagine this distance with a gallon of water on the head, remarks the pastor as he takes a sip. A child, maybe six years old, comes running down the mountain yelling. The air quickly became thin and tense. But behind him, his mother thankfully appears and reassures the visitors that there was no reason for concern. That is how we live here. If we hear loud shouts, we run first before we think. You see, the way, that, the, way the child scream, if it were down there, would have caused a stampede, the pastor knows, pointing down to the village. Many villages have formed vigilant groups to patrol the area and try to defend their loved ones and property. However, their simple weapons are no match against the sophisticated weapons of Boko Haram. David is a member of one, of one such vigilant group. He was injured in the last attack. It happened at 2 o'clock in the morning. I pointed my torch to see who was coming. That, that, is, when he, that is when they shot at me. The bullet hit my little finger, and it was cut off. Um, so that's where the article ends. This just kind of shows... Um, what it's like in different countries, third world countries, when they have to risk their lives to worship God. And it makes you think, like, we have it so nice here in America, and we need to take privilege of that. And, like, what are we doing with that opportunity? Because we have it incredible freedom in America, and sometimes we don't realize it. Um, we, as, we as young people have the opportunity to minister to people around us. Kids clubs and Bible studies in the city are great opportunities for us young people. We do not have to go far to find people that truly need Jesus. We need to be grateful for our freedom to worship God here in America and not take it for granted like we so often do. With all that's happening this year, uh, COVID and government issues and riots, many people don't know where to turn or what to believe in, and they become anxious. We as Christians do not have to fear in this world because we know, because we know that we are not of this world, as the Bible says. We know that God will call us home. We, we never know the day that God will call us home, and until that day, he commands us in the Bible to spread the kingdom of God everywhere we go. Uh, for the uh, next question, what do I see in this church that challenges me? When I read this question, the first thing that comes to mind is mission. Seeing young people away from this church serve, seeing young people go away from this church for many months or even years to serve God is very challenging to me. Another thing I see is the amazing, le- le- is the amazing leadership of some of the people in this church. I really want to thank all the preachers and teachers who spend time every Sunday sharing the word of God. This year for Quiz Team, we have been memorizing some of Acts, and one thing I noticed in the book of Acts is how dedicated Paul was to missions and and establishing churches. Paul didn't only start churches, he also started relationships and cared deeply about the churches. He didn't just establish churches, but he also revisited churches to see how they were doing. I think Weavertown Church does really well with missions and establishing new relationships and churches to farther spread God's kingdom. Um... For the last question, what is my vision for this church as I work? I hope Weavertown can continue to do what it's been, what it's been doing and being hospitable and kind to the people around them. I hope that we as a church can continue ministering to people around us. We have so many opportunities here in Lancaster to spread the gospel to other people. Recently in school, our Bible teacher asked us this question, why did God create humans? Um, and this kind of got me thinking, God created us to ultimately bring praise to him 
and to minister and serve other people. And it's not about us, it's about God. So in closing, I'm just going to read Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. So then you're no longer strangers and aliens, but you're fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a temple in the Holy Lord. In him you also are built are being built together into the dwelling place of God for God by the Spirit. Thanks for your attention. All right, so good evening, everyone. I don't need that, no. Um, so as you guys may well know, I will be talking about, as a youth, how can I further the Church of God and be a part of Weavertown, how I can further the Church of Weavertown, the Church of God. And I was thinking what age group. Um, I think I'll be talking about like 16, maybe like 21, 25-year-olds. So at first when I started thinking about this, I was like, like, what are the main things we can do as, like, let's say 16-year-olds? Like, what can we do in the church? Because we're a little young. We can't, like, maybe, like, Sunday school teachers, those are maybe around, like, 25, getting older up there. So, like, what can we do? I thought, like, the main things were, like, praying. Like, praying, you can always pray. God says your life should be a prayer. And we should, we should never stop praying because that's one of the biggest things in the Bible, and he talks about that so much. Because you can, wherever you are, you can always pray to God, and that is, like, it's one of the most powerful things that we can do. Another thing is reading your Bible. Devotions are so important, especially as we're younger, because um, just to get us the knowledge of God and who He is, and just to get that ingrained in our heads about who God is, and that's just really important. Like, I'd highly encourage reading the Bible through in a year. That yeah, that's really good, and I'm doing that this year, and it's been really good. Another thing is memorizing Scripture. Like, quiz team. When I was in like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and freshman year, I did quiz team. That was like, I used some of those verses as I was praying, preparing for tonight. Because it's just like in your head, and you can always pull those up wherever you are, and like, no one can take that from you. Like, people can take whatever, all your material needs from you, but they can't, they can't take your brain from you and all that stuff. And then I was thinking, I was like, there's a lot of like, things we can do like this, but another big thing is like, preparing for when we get older. Like, learning about God so that when we do get older, we can become preachers and teachers and um, men and women of God. And the next verse I'm about to read, uh, I thought was a really good verse. I found this, um, 2 Timothy 3.16-17. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate. Um, in this verse it said adequate, in the King James Version it said, it says perfect or complete, um, equipped for every good work. Ephesians 4.11-12. He gave up some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And as a church, we are the body of Christ. We are supposed to edify the body of Christ um, as youth. And we are the next generation of leaders. We're supposed to, we're going to rise up, and we need to be prepared for that. We need to learn to study the Bible as much as um, possible. Um, we need to be equipped to be uh, Sunday school teachers or uh, kids clubs or stuff like that. We need to get ready for that. And that's a huge role in the church, um, because you teach others about God. So in this school, I know sometimes you just like goof off and stuff, but that's like you can learn a lot about God, and even being a teacher there, you can learn about God as you study for it, and you can minister to the younger ones and teach them to be men and women of God. Another one is um, counselors or evangelists. 
Proverbs 11:14, where there is no guidance, the people will fall, but in the abundance of counselors, there is victory. Um, just having a general wisdom of the Bible, I think that's a good thing for us as um, youth to read the Bible and get to know the Bible. So if people ask us, like, why are you a Christian? Or um, why do you worship God? Or, yeah, who made heaven and stuff? We know all these things so we can evangelize to them. Um, it's a huge way of being a change to the world. We can change someone's life around completely just by knowing, like, the Bible. Um, and there's a lot of counselors and wise people in this church, and I really appreciate that. And, yeah, that's really awesome. And pastors, 2 Timothy 4, 2, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. And, like, this is one of the most important roles in the church because you can reach a lot of people that way. Like, you're in front of the pulpit, and you're talking to everyone. And we never know what God's in store for us. A lot are like, whenever we'll pastors, that's, like, way too important for us. But we never know. They say some of the badder kids end up being preachers, so you never know. Um, and in the last part of that verse, I'll just read this verse again. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. And I thought about uh, searching into every good work. I think that just means your daily life or your job or, um, um, yeah. We need to learn to be a good example in our job. That's another big thing, especially as 16-year-olds or, like, as we get graduate from high school up to, like, 25 or even from then on. Work is, like, a big part of our life. You work, like, 10 or 12-hour days, and, yeah, it's a really big thing. And if you can learn to be an inspiration in your workplace, that is, that's really big. And I really appreciate the evening service we had that one night about being or evangelizing in your workplace. That was really good because that is, that's a huge thing as uh, young adults in our work. Another thing is tithing. It's not always the greatest thing to tithe, or it doesn't, maybe it doesn't feel the best to give away all your money to see your bank account, like, take away some of your money. But it is a really big thing. God tells us to tithe and, like, give maybe 10, 20% of our money to ministries and to God and the things he wants us to give it to. Another thing is just being a light um, to the others that see us, because a lot of people do see us. We may think that not that many people see us, um, especially because we're young and, um, yeah, we're not that important, but a lot of people see us, especially the younger people. And, yeah, we need to be a good example to them. We need to have a good attitude. Like, we can't just, like, the sad thing is in this world, a lot of people, like, as you think of, like, 16 to 21-year-olds, they just kind of, like, goof around and don't really care about life. Once they get to 21, they, um, they start dating, get married, and then become a part of the church. But we need to have a good attitude towards life and towards God and towards everything we do. Another thing is work hard. In your job, God gave us gifts, and we need to work hard and do our best in everything we do. Um, and main thing is being open to whatever God has for us. We don't know what God has for us. Um, I don't know what God has for me yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. But he could call you to go to another place in the world. He could call you to um, minister to your neighbor or in your job. Or you could be a manager of your work. You could be the president. You just never know what God has in store for you. Um, we need to be an encouragement and show love to the older people at our church. I think that's a big thing as us uh, young adults, especially prayer and just showing them that, yeah, they are a huge inspiration to us because they are. The older people, they are, like, so wise. It's, yeah, I don't know how, but they've been around way longer than we have. Um, I think that's one thing our youth group is good at. We sing for the older people, and we should, and I think we can do better at that because... God put those in place. God put those people in place for us to counsel us and to give us leadership and to teach us how to, when we get older, to be like them. Um, 
The second question I'm going to expound on is, what does being part of a church mean to you? I personally like our church a lot. Being part of a big church is a huge blessing to me. Um, yeah, because, like, there's so many people here, and having, like, solid friends, especially in the youth group. I really enjoy our youth group. It's nice and big. Having those solid friends that you can always relate to and go back to if your other friends leave you. Like, in school, you may think that you'll have these certain friends, but you don't, you don't have the same connection that you do in a church. Like, in a church, you believe the same things, well, most of us do, and, yeah, to get to know them is really good, and you can always have those friends. But then again, you can't expect to just have those friends. If you're going to be in a youth group, you need to learn to put a lot into the youth group if you expect a lot out of it. That's like a big thing, because we can't just like expect to get everything. Same with the church. We can't just expect to get everything out of the church and not put anything into it. And yeah, you're going to have your age. This goes with any age, not just youth group. Like As you get older, you're going to have, like in a big church like this, you're going to have people your age that you can relate to. And yeah, there's so many wise people in our church. Like when I was at men's meeting, like we were talking about the beard and stuff. But even like talking about that, like I can tell that everyone in our church like is so smart. And like the way they like go about talking is like, I was just very confused. Some of the words they use, I didn't even get. But they're just so smart. And yeah, it's crazy. And if we don't even go to them and ask them for counseling, that's kind of dumb because there's all these wise people and we can get their counseling and we should. Um. We need to put a lot into our church if we expect to get a lot out of it. And we need to pray. Praying is also a really big thing, especially for us young ones. We need to pray, and we need to learn about God as much as we can for when we get older. I'll read this last verse again, 2 Timothy three sixteen to 17 All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be perfect, equipped for every good work. Um, I'll close in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful evening you gave us tonight, Lord. Thank you that we could come and serve you, Lord. Thank you for what Lowell shared about the body, Lord, and for what Bubba shared. Thank you for a wonderful evening. Also for uh, Daniel as he's over at Weavertown. Just help him to, that you could speak through him, Lord, and just be with him. And thank you for this wonderful church that I'm a part of, Lord. Please pray that we could, I could put my all into this church and that, um, yeah, I could just be a ministry to this church, and I could do my best in prayer and giving um, to the people around me. And yeah, thank you so much for everything you do for me. In Jesus' name, amen.